life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great, a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon. Test one, two, one, two, test. This is me on the mic right now. Test, test. Level's looking good. Check one, two, one, two, keep it on. Listen to the shit because we got it going on. I want to rock right now. I'm Rob Bass. I came to get down. I'm not intellectually known, but I'm known to rock the microphone because I get stupid. Outrageous. Step away from me if you're contagious. What is up? Thanks for tuning in the Road Stories podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano. Part of the All Things Comedy Network, man. Check out what's going on with those guys. I'm telling you, there is a lot of good stuff going on. Mm. Brand new studio for All Things Comedy, thanks to uh, listeners' uh, donations. Um, so I'm looking forward to being recording out of there. I love to get out of my studio slash bedroom slash office slash hotel for the elderly. Oh, I'm recording this Sunday, January 3rd, 4th, January 4th, January 4th. The holidays are over for you. The holidays are over for you. My holidays are still going. How are your holidays still going? Are you, are you uh, 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 celebrating some sort of um, boxing day that we don't know about? Some sort of faux Italian uh, 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 post-Christmas um celebratory event no no my uh my holidays do not end until my relatives leave what your relatives are still here yes they're still here yes they're still here we're down to two we're down to two excuse me as i hang this oh that was my tooth hold on i'm hanging my uh 2009 Prism Award uh, over my vent, so I don't get an echo in here. Uh, where was I? Oh, relatives. Yes, relatives. Uh, down to two. Uh, we said goodbye to Mary's father today. Um, uh, physically, not, you know, he, he's alive. <laughs> we, we, said we, got, we got him on a plane. We didn't bury him. Oh, that was weird. Okay, so, uh, so we're down to two. So he moved out of my office slash studio. In comes a new set of uh, old people smells. So uh, still got my parents in town. Um, that's why I'm in my office recording this all alone. Alone? Who's your guest, Murray? Guess what? Murray's your guest. Yes, after having so many great comedians come on here. And really, my show isn't about me so much as it is about making other comedians look good, uh, telling my stories, but getting to hear other people's stories. So I feel like uh, you guys don't get enough Murray time, right? Come on. You don't really know me, do you? No, it's just me. So in the effort of getting Bill Burian on you <laughs> from the Monday Morning Podcast, by the way, and I've said his special, I've mentioned his special five times at least. Uh, check it out. It's great. There was an article in The New Yorker uh, this week about, uh, about Bill and his new uh, special and... I think it, the title was like, is social media ruining stand-up? And 
What a piece of shit article that was. I mean, the guy, I don't know who wrote it. You can look it up on the, on the New York Times.com. Uh, my friend Paul Karen sent it to me, and uh, the title is, Is Social Media Running Comedy? And he's like, Well, is it? And so I read it. And I'm like, well, if shitty journalism hasn't ruined the news, then we're not, I'm not worried about uh, social media ruining stand-up. He mentioned, I guess he, there's a line in Bill Burr's podcast where he, uh, uh, special where he's, he's talking about, and, and please, if you haven't seen it on Netflix, uh, see it on Netflix. He's, he talks about how his dad didn't want to hug him because he didn't want to turn him gay. And, and I'm paraphrasing and, and I'm not trying to be funny. Um, and then Bill said, hold on before you start blogging. And so I guess that was the impetus for this article. He brought up no points. He quoted no blogs. He, 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 I don't know. It was pointless. So, um, I don't know how I forgot it got on that tangent. Um, so here we are. No blogs will be uh, written about this lone Bill Burian podcast I am doing right now. Um, it's about 55 degrees here in Los Angeles. Right now, so let me give you a little, uh, a little history of what my uh, two weeks have been like. Um, it's been about fifty to fifty-five degrees here in sunny Southern California. That is f- fucking cold, as far as I'm concerned. I don't care if you're listening to this in Montana or Chicago or New York. I don't care. I'm cold. So it was cold. All right. Um, the surf flat for the last week and a half. I mean, it looks like the Lake Pacific Ocean. It is, it's ridiculous. And you listeners, you know me, I'll paddle out in, in, in knee high waves. I got no problem with that. I love it. I'm not a, it's gotta be overhead. It's gotta be, you know, tubing, barreling for me to go out and have a good time. No, man, that's my, the ocean is my fortress of solitude. The ocean is where I go to be alone and be with my thoughts until fucking Graham Elwood and Andy Wood paddle out. And now, Moshe Kasher. Moshe Kasher has decided to start surfing. Comedian Moshe Kasher. If you don't mo- uh, know Moshe, check him out. He's been on my show. He hosts the, co-hosts the Champs podcast with uh, Neil Brennan. Um, I went out just uh, before this swell died, uh, before the ocean died. I went out. It was supposed to be me and Andy, and Moshe was coming out because he had had a couple lessons. So I said, sure, I'd go. So I went out and didn't come out. I had to give Moshe lessons. So um, I'm not good at teaching, but I told Moshe, hey, once he can pop up, he can headline my comics on Safari show because there you go. No posers on that show. So I've been stuck in the house, 50 degrees, 55 degrees, dropping down to 43. Uh, Whole Foods was out of wood, just to give you an idea of how white I am. Um, so I couldn't really use the fireplace. My kid, who turned three the other day, sick so uh we had to stay in the house with a sick kid and three octogenarians sorry two septuagenarians one octogenarian and uh me and my wife how we did not kill ourselves by the way two of them are still here there might be a death i don't know i don't know i don't know what's going to happen when i go in tonight i don't know you know that old uh that girl i think it was mark twain who said i I brought this up to my dad the other day it was mark twain who said uh, uh after, you know, I'm paraphrasing again here, after four days, uh, fish and guests both begin to stink. <laughs> and he laughed and said, pass me the bread. Okay, so hint dropped and fumbled. I thought I would do this uh, podcast this way uh, for a reason. A, I never really get to talk um, a lot on this podcast because I really use it 
really for my entertainment. I, I use it because I love the stories of the road. I, I, I love telling the stories of the road. I love uh, hearing them and laughing about them. And, and so it's, it's, it's really a great opportunity for me to just get lost and not have to worry about shit for an hour, hour and a half, and then go back to my life. Um, and I, and apparently you guys like it too. So I really appreciate that. I, I know I'm not the hugest podcast in the world, but um, I have devoted listeners and a fan base, and I really, really appreciate you guys listening. But more on on that wussy crap later. Um, I just walked into my bathroom. If there was an echo, I'm looking for tissues because I have a cold. Because I mentioned it's been 50 degrees here today, uh, this week. Real quick, I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna blog. Oh, somebody punched me in the face for saying that. Um, I was gonna <laughs> write, I was gonna write a blog and talk about, um, I don't know, like just like the the top five things that happened to me this year in comedy like the, the, the things that when i look back on 2014 i think about and i'm like oh man that, that was awesome I, I really dig that and i know that goes against the road stories podcast i know that goes against uh, uh the things you guys like to hear i know you like to hear the things thrown at you while on stage i know you like to hear getting bum rushed i know you like to hear i'm sure you enjoyed me getting attacked by the hooker in vegas earlier this year i i i know those are the good stories you want to hear but i i thought i'd try something a little different um this week by the way as i pace up and down my studio i feel like uh, a little bit of uh like i'm in a cabin in montana <laughs> reading off my manifesto and so this gets a little weird honestly i don't know how bill does it but uh we're going to get through this. This might be good. This might be bad. You might be signing off now. And you're like, F this. We'll be back when Kyle Kinane's on. Hint for upcoming guests uh, in 2015. So um, I thought I'd just talk about some of the cool things that happen in comedy because there's a lot of tragedy that happens on this show. And trust me, I, I live for the tragedy. It, the, the, uh, tragedy. I've always said tragedy plus times comedy. So uh, <laughs> what movie was that? Email me and I'll get you a t-shirt. Um, it's also this podcast, um, it's kind of the wrap up of 2014. I didn't really wrap it up. Um, cause I, I've been so lost on the, on the, on what day it is and, 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 and where I'm at. And cause my kid had no school, everything was closed for the holidays. Um, I didn't have any shows. Oh, I didn't have any shows. That was crazy. I had to turn down New Year's Eve. Did I tell you guys that I had to turn down? I begged and <laughs> And begged since September for a New Year's Eve show. I get it with Burt Kreischer of all people. Burt Kreischer of all people. Um, and I had to say no because my wife was like, "Well, I don't want to be alone." Well, you're not going to be alone. You're going to have uh, in-laws and parents with you. But she decided uh, she wanted me to stay alone, so I respectfully declined to do the Irvine Improv on New Year's Eve. Uh, instead, stayed home and watched Into the Woods. I made it three quarters of the way before I went into the bedroom. What a... F I don't know why people love this movie. Now, look, man, I know I'm not the target for the musical. And I know I, I used to preach the evils of musical theater in my day. But look, I'll enjoy a musical. Listen, I, I generally hate musicals, but I love music. Um, and I love a good story. Why wouldn't I like musicals? I don't know. Too much singing. And man, was there a lot of singing. And listen, when I say, uh, listen, these are the three musicals I like. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, not Rocky Horror Picture. Yeah, Rocky Horror. No, not Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'm sorry. Oh, I liked Rocky Horror Picture Show, but that doesn't count. Uh, I meant, um, oh, crap. What's the one with Audrey 2? 
and the flower. Little Shop of Horrors. I love Little Shop of Horrors. Um, I love, oh, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. I mean, come on. How much more musical do you get than that? I'll tell you, my favorite musical is Guys and Dolls. So I have three musicals that I love, hate everyone else. Meet Me in St. Louis, Cats, I don't care. You know, I grew up when we were in Jersey. I used to see all the ads for the uh, on Broadway, something with... Uh, Judd Hirsch, I remember he he did one and he did a promo for it and he said, take a taxi. And I thought that was really funny because he was on taxi a long time ago. Anyway, I hate musicals. So, but I can sit through them. I'm a team player. I have to watch this. My wife has to watch it for the Academy to vote for it. I have to watch it for uh, for the Writers Guild to vote for it. Uh, or if SAG too, if I paid my dues, I don't know if I did or not. So I'm like, hey man, I'll take one for the team. I'll watch a musical. I'll get mentally prepared for a musical. Awful awful like every musical i have seen there's talking not everything is saying top to bottom into credits a song all the way through no something happens and then you sing a song about it and then you move on to the next scene and then you have a scene and something emotional happens and then you have a song about it and i mean this thing is song top to bottom oh awful i i don't know if i have any theater uh musical theater fans aficionados uh in there you you guys probably love it uh it, it, terrible terrible so um that's how i spent my new year's eve uh wishing i was uh getting stuff thrown at me going up before burt kreischer but my friend matt Fulcheron did it uh we love the full charge and i think jen murphy did it and uh jen said she had a great time matt if you know matt, matt never really has a great time <laughs> but i love those guys and uh uh I'm looking forward to having him back on the show and doing shows with him in 2015. So that was my New Year's Eve. I don't know what your guys' New Year's Eve was like. Hopefully it was a blast. Hopefully you guys went to the Chicago Improv to see John Heffern, my buddy John Heffern. I worked with him earlier uh, before the holiday. Hopefully you went to the Jukebox Comedy Club. I don't know who was there. Uh, hopefully you went to Laughs Unlimited. Hopefully you went to the Denver Improv. Hopefully you went to the West Palm Beach Improv. I have a friend down uh, watching the Dan Band last night at the Fort Lauderdale Improv. By the way, Sess, you didn't video me when you came to see me at the Improv, but you're videoing the Dan Band. Uh, hopefully you went to uh, Helium in Portland, um, hopefully you went to Juniors in Peoria, Illinois. Uh, actually, no, that's not Juniors. What's in Peoria? Jukebox? Why did I just turn to somebody and ask that? There's nobody sitting next to me. I'm going crazy. What's in, uh, uh Jukebox. Yeah, Jukebox there. Where am I going? Oh, I'm going to Erie. Juniors in Erie, Pennsylvania. Hopefully you guys had a good, uh, New Year's Eve and, uh, uh, it went down really well for you guys and, um, you didn't have to, uh, sit around, uh, saying things five times because everybody in your house is deaf. Um, it's true. Everybody in my, I lost it last night. Everybody. All right. So I don't know if you know this about my wife. Uh, a few years ago, she caught a virus that attacked her nerve, um, that like the main nerve in her ear. And they thought it was like a brain tumor or something, but it, thank God it wasn't. But it did. It attacked a nerve in her ear and killed. She says it killed 40% of her earring. But I talked to her. It killed 80% of her hearing in her left ear. So already I got one half deaf person in my uh, house. And then enter an 85-year-old and two 75-year-olds. And it's it's just repeat yourself nonstop. Hey, what are we doing for dinner? What? What are we doing for dinner? What? What are we doing for dinner? Oh, I don't know. Whatever you want to do. 
So that's pretty much how uh, the last two weeks have been gone. And I, I just I just lost it last night. I was in the living room, and I said something to my mom like, "So and so lied," and my mom said, "Who died?" And I just went. Can I get somebody in this house who can hear? And my wife was in the liver, just dying in the kitchen. I snapped. So that's my holiday snap. We made it through. I haven't made my mom cry, which is a huge, huge uh, feat. It used to be whenever my parents would come visit me, it would, it would be four days, five days into it, and I would make my mom cry once. So I'd like to think um, my mom has grown, okay, and she's finally gotten mature and can handle her son wit, her son's wit. So uh, my parents are in here till uh, three. Uh, this is dropping on Sunday, so my parents will still be here for a few more days, and then they go back to lovely Montana, where my dad cannot pass up any conversation without telling them anybody how cold it is in Montana right now. And if you're wondering, it was negative 12 degrees the other day in Montana. I know I got a couple listeners in Montana. You're laughing at me because I'm bitching. It's 55. I am a weather pussy. I think we've uh, established that. I got no problem with it. I shoveled my snow. I did my time in the East Coast. Now I want sun and I want a suntan all year round. All right. I don't think that's too much to ask. I live here. I don't want cold weather. Okay. I want to be in shorts and, and shoeless as much as possible. Not wrapped up in a blanket scouring Ralph's supermarket for firewood so we can all huddle around like it's little house on the prairie. <clears throat> Top five things happened for Murray Valeriano, 2014. Um, I don't know. Was it a good year? Was it a good year for everybody? It, it, it always seems like on a Facebook, on Twitter, whenever New Year's Eve's coming, everybody's like, thank God this year is over. Oh, Cannot wait for 2015. And then they start their sorry, sad lives and the end of 2015. Thank God this year is over. I'm not saying everybody has a sorry, sad life. I'm standing in the middle of a room talking to nobody into a microphone, into a computer, drinking a Mythos beer. By the way, this uh, uh, podcast is brought to you by Mythos beer, the only Greek beer uh, I know of. So as you guys know, my father-in-law is Greek, so... Um, we had a lot of Greek food in here, so I had Greek uh, beer. I highly recommend it. It's Mythos, M-Y-T-H-O-S. Um, was bought on uh, your donations. Oh, you're feeding Murray's alcoholism. No, I have three podcasts lined up this week, and they're going to be in the evening, so I like to have beer uh, as a choice uh, of beverage for my alcoholic uh, friends. Uh, it says here, gold medal award in 2001. Mythos beer. I don't know what the gold medal is for. for. That's a lot. More, that's a lot better than uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon. They're still touting their Blue Ribbon from like 1893 is when they won that Blue Ribbon, I think, and they're still uh, they're still drinking it. <laughs> I love that the hipsters are paying nine dollars uh, for it on tap in here in Los Feliz. It's hysterical. Go to Montana where it's nine below, according to my father, and you can get uh, PBR for a dollar fifty off tap, and it's a lot better. Anyway, top uh, uh, top five things, I think maybe six. I don't know. Maybe we'll go seven. Maybe something will. Maybe something will happen to me that I tell my comics when they come on. Oh man, I don't. I don't know if I have any road stories. Well, just come on, we'll talk, and you'll remember some stuff. So maybe there'll be some uh, some stuff that comes up that I didn't jot down because I took notes. I took notes. I'm not a. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a, I'm not a fly by my pants kind of guy. As I fly by my pants. Number five. Oh, you know what? No particular order. Let's not do. Uh, no particular order. Um, let's go with, oh, I only had four. One, two, three, four. Yee. Maybe 2014 wasn't so good. <laughs> really? Only four? I thought I had five. You know what? Oh, no, I do have five. I just didn't number it. 
All right. Hi. Welcome to everything in my head right now. Uh, oh, that's because I didn't scroll up on my Word document. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to go. All right. So this is kind of self-indulgent, probably, but it's a podcast where I don't self-indulge a lot. So if you would indulge my self-indulgence, I think we can have some fun. Um, these are the top things that happened uh, to me this year uh, in stand-up, or maybe things I saw. And um, I, a lot of you guys heard a little bit about them because I'm sure I talked about them, but they're a good thing. So I, I didn't really talk about them very much. Um, so I'm going to start off with uh, one of my favorite uh, moments uh, in 2014 was <clears throat> I got to perform with Bill Burr, Tom Rhodes, and Will Anderson all on the same show. Let me repeat that lineup again. Bill Burr, Tom Rhodes, Will Anderson, Murray Valeriano. All on the same show. What kind of, where are you going to get four headline, three and a half headliners? <laughs> All right, four headliners. Let's not be so hard on myself. On that in one show, it was great. It was All Things Comedy was doing a stand-up show in, in town here uh, once a month. And the, the lineups were amazing. I remember I went to the first one at Largo. It was Bill Burr, uh, Neil Brennan, Jake Johansson, Greg Barron. It, it, it was amazing. So uh, my turn came around, and I got to do a great one at a theater in Los Feliz with Bill Burr, Tom Rhodes, and Will Anderson. And I remember I remember being there. I hadn't seen Tom in a long time. It was great to see Tom. And uh, I, I, I hadn't seen Will in a long time. And, and believe it or not, I don't really know Bill that well. We've only met a couple times. And uh, it was a very light house. It was a very light house. I remember thinking, look at the uh, Bill literally, the new special I was talking about, he literally taped it the night before this show, the night or two nights before this show. And uh, and I, I, there must have been 30, 40 people in this place that sat easily 100, 150. I could be making that up. I'm just giving you perspective. Um, but man, what a great show. And I remember... Uh, I remember uh, Dave Anthony, God bless him, books the All Things Comedy uh, show, stand-up show, which is now a podcast uh, I think they're doing. And uh, didn't show up. Didn't show up for the show. Didn't say who, didn't send a host uh, for the show. And so I just said, hey, guys, um, I'm obviously the weak link on the chain here. Let's, uh, I'll, I'll be happy to host. And Bill Burr's like, nah, nah, man, I'll host. I'll host. I'm like, when was the last time you hosted? He's like, nah, nah, I just... I just uh, did my special, and uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really have much to talk about. So, uh, all right, I guess they're here to see you. But if you're going to host, yeah, I'll just go up and do like, you know, seven minutes, and then uh, Murray, you can go up. And I'm like, all right, sweet. And so he goes up, does like 15 minutes off the top of his head, and just crushes, just destroys the place, man. What a great comedian! If you if you get a chance to see him, he's awesome. And then Tom Rhodes is just constantly just just killing it man he's just such a strong comic tour literally literally touring the world no home uh shuffles from one gig to one gig and it's just really really what a stand-up comedian is and then will anderson is just australian what do we got to say about him he's way too good looking for his own good that's all i got to say so that was my top five moment uh uh one of my top five moments up there in uh 2014 maybe i should intersperse this with Sadness. <laughs> why? Why should 2014 be so great? I mean, apparently everybody on Facebook had a shitty 2014. Why does Murray's 2014 have to be so great? Well, it had its down points. 
had its down points. We lost a lot of people in 2014. We lost a lot of comedians in 2014. Oh, well, Murray, you're obviously talking about Robin Williams, aren't you? No. Well, yeah, we lost him for sure. We definitely lost him. Um, oh, are you talking about uh, Joan Rivers? No, no. I mean, we lost her too, but there's there are a few comedians who y- y'all probably never heard of that we lost. And, uh, and two of them come to mind. And um, one of them was a, a girl named Laura Ka'apuni. Uh, there's, there was a great, great open mic in this town. And by great, I mean... It ran long, and it was full of other comics who judged you every moment you were on stage. But uh, it spawned so many great friendships. I, I met so many great people at this open mic. And even for the longest time, after I started working professionally, it was the only mic I would go to. It was, it was it, not because it was just 10 minutes up the road, but it, it, you, it was one of the open mics where <clears throat> you do what you should never do in an open mic, and which is you never... You're, and if you go to an open mic, you're there for yourself to work out the joke. It doesn't matter what the audience response is because you're not there for the audience. You're there to work out your jokes for a real audience. But this audience was filled throughout the years with, who did I meet there? Maria Bamford, Patton Oswalt, Greg Barrett, Dave Anthony, uh, Jackie Cation. Saw Dana, met Dana Gould there, Jimmy Dore. Um, uh, just it, the list goes on and on of, of great. Zach Galifianakis uh, used to frequent that show. Blaine Capatch, Chris Hardwick. I'm like, duh. That's where I met Chris Hardwick, and we drank ourselves into oblivion together for a couple of years. Uh, this was a great open mic. It had, it had like four or five incarnations, and I believe we lost it this year. Was it this year or was it last year? Oh, man. Now I'm going to have to look on my Facebook page because I posted something about it. All right. Talking about two deaths at once. Look at that. That's what you get. Um, man, I think we did lose it this year. I think it was this year. Wow. I didn't quite realize that. Huh. My own words coming to fruition. It was a great... When I first went to... And it was called the Open Mic of Love. Um, uh, I, I always just suspected it was based off the satellite of Love, the Lou Reed song. Um, or Velvet Underground. No, Lou Reed. I think I think it's Lou Reed. All, all the music nerds who listen to the Rock Solid podcast are going to be emailing me soon. Uh, it started at a place uh, a place down the street here called Pedersen's Coffee Shop, and I remember I walked in uh, for the first time there with a friend Bob Oshak, who is lives four blocks from me. Haven't seen him in four years, uh, but we used to run the open mic scene together, um, running from open mic to open mic, listening to um, Phil Hendry show, the Phil, old Phil Hendry radio show and eating Baja Fresh. And we walked in, and it was just, if there was ever a comedy click, it was Pedersen's. And man, they did not like new people. <laughs> they did not welcome anybody new, and especially if you're good-looking like myself. They did not, they didn't want to hear anybody, but Danielle Koenig, oh, of course, Jimmy Pardo's wife, Dan, you know Danielle from many things, including the Never Not Funny podcast. That's where I first met Danielle. Uh, Wendy Wilkins, uh, Vance Sanders was the guy who ran it uh, all these years. Uh, yeah, they were they were very judgmental eye. And I remember going up there and, and doing it and then just, I think I probably bombed and I went back the next week. I don't know why I just kept going back until I'm like, you guys are going to like me. I'm going to be in your clique and I don't care. That was pretty much my attitude. So I just kept going back and back and back and until they accepted me. And it went from Pedersen's 
right when I first started, Pedersen's closed down, and then it moved to a little pizza joint in Westwood, uh, where UCLA is, and it's that whole UCLA crowd. Um, Westwood Village. It, it moved there, and it, it had uh, it had beer and wine and, and pizza. I believe it was pizza. I don't really remember. I didn't I don't remember ordering anything, and that was great. Then that, that ended up being an open mic on Tuesday night, and then a book show on Friday or Saturday. So that was a lot. That was where some really important stuff uh, went down. That was where uh, Chris Hardwick and did I say Wook? Chris, <laughs> Chris Hardwick and a guy named Bob Powers had a drinking contest. Yeah, because that's constructive. Um, yeah, why not work on your comedy when we can see how many Grolsch beers we can drink in one night? I judged them not. I would have been happy to uh, partake, partake in that. Bob Powers, I don't know where he went, but uh, we all know where Chris Hardwick went to the top. Um, and so from there, it moved to the Westwood Brewing Company where it lived until Vance got really tired of it and pulled the plug on it this year. Anyway, that's where I met Laura Kaapuni, who... A very funny girl, very, very slight woman, very, very, very uh, tiny woman, as I remember correctly. Um, she eventually stopped doing stand-up and moved back to San Francisco. And I got word of her dying of cancer four months ago, five months ago, I think it was. And it just broke my heart, man. It was She was just such a sweet girl she was way way young man she was like 30 something when she died maybe not even that and this year and she was just i don't know she was kind of like that i don't want to say like tat i was gonna say tag along she wasn't a tag along but she was just like a tag along like a puppy not a tag along like an annoying pest but she she was just always there and she was sweet and funny and, and she loved stand up and she embraced alternative comedy and i don't judge her for that and i remember one night I was performing at the ice house in Pasadena and she was sitting in the back row. And as I was walking out, she like off stage, she reached her hand out and high five me. I'm like, well, Laura, what are you doing here? And she's like, Oh, I came here with a friend. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? I would have got you. And she's like, no, I just wanted to be a fan tonight. And I respect that. And she, uh, she died of cancer this year. It was very sad. It was very heartbreaking. Um, for me and a lot of people, uh, who came up through that open mic scene here, they had a, memorial for her at another uh, open mic which is just two blocks from my house um and i couldn't go because i was working that night so i really missed that so downer number one 2014 captain bring down who said that i read that the other night that was great um all right so let's get off the death for a minute um another pop top thing that happened in 2014 you know what i had a blast doing the la podcast festival what yes the la podcast festival i had a great time uh it was really great this year. You know, I remember Graham Elwood and Andy Wood telling me about this podcast festival they, they want to do and many years ago. And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. Sure. I love it. Podcast festival is going to be great. And we're going to start a Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, sure. And we're going to raise how much money? Yeah, good luck. You'll never see that. And they raised so much money. And I've been involved with it in some way each three years. But this year was was the greatest. It was so much fun. And, it was so, and I wanted to, to say this. Uh, to all the podcast people, when I was hosting the the, the stand up show that uh, for that weekend, it's just it, it's we we live in a town where a lot of people say they're going to do a lot of things, where a lot of people say they're they're gonna oh, I'm gonna write a screenplay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my own film, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be a rock star. Nobody ever does anything. Nobody. 
and Graham Elwood and Andy Wood and Chris Mancini and Dave Anthony. God damn it. They did it. This is a great festival. If you're listening to this still, if you're listening to this still, you're a podcast fan. Get your ass out to the podcast festival next year. It, it has all the great pot. It has uh, WTF. It has the Crab Feast. It has, uh, well, this past year it had that. It had uh, Keith and the Girl. It had uh, Will Anderson's podcast. It had uh, 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 The Dollop with Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds. It had Sam Tripoli's podcast, The Naughty Show. It had uh, Talking Shit with Eddie Ift, who started a fight out in the lobby. We, we don't have to go through that because we went through that when I had Dave Anthony on here. But it's great. It's every night. It's podcasts. There's an amazing stand-up show. It's all take place in a, in a hotel. And you just, you just go from podcast to podcast, all your favorite comedy podcasts. And here's the thing. Uh, this year, I got added late. So uh, kind of pissed about that, but I'm over it because I had so much fun. Um, but I remember looking on all everybody's lineup. It was like Dave Anthony was going to be on Will Anderson's and Will Anderson's was going to be on Dave Anthony's and Aisha Tyler was going to be on comedy film nerds and the comedy film nerds were going to be on Mark Maron and Mark Maron was going to be on, uh, never not funny. I don't know where he went. I don't know what he did. And so I'm like, well, screw that. (laughs) Why, what's going to keep them from listeners coming to see my show if I'm just going to have Will Anderson on who they can see Will Anderson nine times this weekend. So I brought in two of my favorite people, Matt Fultron, previously mentioned, and Brant Tobler. Brant Tobler, one of the greatest storytellers I've ever met, just has a crazy, crazy life behind him to draw from. And then Matt Fultron is just the full charge himself. is just a funny, laid back, cool dude. It was funny. We were talking. I did an episode of the full charge power hour with uh, him and Josh Wolf coming up here in the next couple of weeks. And uh, he's just like, and I've known Josh Wolf for 12, no, geez, 15, 16 years now, man. Wow. I didn't quite realize that. And uh, and he asked how we knew each other. And Josh asked Matt how we know each other. It's like, well, we always kind of knew each other. And then uh, we just started hanging out two years ago. And we just started hanging out. So uh, I had those on. What a great, great time. And what happened this year is at the, at the uh, festival is they did live streaming they did live streaming so around the world people were watching this and it was such a great feeling to to feel my phone in my pocket buzz oh if you know what i'm saying to feel my phone in my pocket buzz and look down at my twitter yeah during the show because i'm a good host so i'll just tweet during the show and hear people from australia and england buzzing in and saying they're enjoying the show they like my haircut you know it, it was great so that whole live stream um if you don't go to the podcast festival next year, at least live stream it. And if I'm on it, put in my code so I can get a little kickback because that's what happens. You make a little money on the side with the stream. Anyway, it was a great time. If, if, if you can't get into the podcast, if you can't get to the podcast festival, I'm sure they'll stream it again. Congratulations to Dave Anthony, uh, Graham Elwood, Chris Mancini, and Andy Wood this year by far was my favorite. That episode of, of doing it live of doing my show live which i only do about once a year anymore it, my favorite live episode ever and uh a, a quick shout like okay. all right uh favorite thing happening in 2014 number four sub slash a um listeners talking to listeners man like i didn't i i, I got an email from uh somebody i 
never heard of before. Like they've been listening to the show from the beginning and have never reached out before. And, and I, I have the people who I talk to on a regular basis and you know, keep emailing me and, and, and talking to me. And I, I return every email. Um, but it's just like in the last, I don't know, just it seems like in the last month or so, it's like five people just kind of hit me out of the blue. And that happened throughout the whole year. That happened throughout the whole year. And, and I bring that up because um, my show was really, the sound was really fucked up at <laughs> the podcast festival this year. By the way, I talked to Walker, another friend of ours who does all the uh, all the uh, sound. Uh, I talked to him in a drunken uh, stupor on Thanksgiving and told him to get the fucking sound right. So next year, we'll get the sound right. Um, but one of my listeners and I, it's, your name escapes me, and I'm sorry. I, I, I would have looked up your name. I would have looked up the email. Uh, downloaded the episode of the podcast festival and mixed it himself and sent it back <laughs> and said, "Hey, man, let me just, let me just, uh, let me just mix this for you and, and make the sound better." And then sent it back to me. He didn't ask for any money. He didn't say, you know, "Hey, I'm doing this for you. Why don't you kick down a T-shirt or anything?" He just. That's what he did, and I wish. And I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my uh, old emails here to see if. Oh, is this it? Was it a guy named Trent? No, that's my website guy who keeps screwing me over. Um, oh man, I'm sorry. Sean, Chris, Jeff, Alex, LA Podcast Tech, more now, Sean. Attending the fest, I could check his end. All right, I'm sorry, I don't have your name, and I apologize, and I know you listen. Uh, he just, he just, he just mixed it for me, and uh, um, and sent it back, and said, "Here, man, no, no sweat off my, uh, no sweat off my nuts. Go ahead and do it." So that's, I think that's awesome. I think that's great. So, um, I'm here, man. Reach out and 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 email me with any thoughts, any 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 questions. Somebody uh, reached out the other day who I had never listened to and corrected me on a term I was using uh, wrong. That was insulting. I had no idea. Um, I'm not above learning, so uh, feel free to do that. Uh, feel free to email me. So yeah, that was a kind of like a subcategory of top uh, five things that happened this year in 2014. <laughs> Number three. Oh, look at this. Number three, doing the live pod smash, hosting the podcast festival stand-up show. I hate hosting shows. It is, I, I used to do it really well. Now I suck at it. It is awful. I went down and I hosted a uh, I opened the show with John Heffern before Christmas to promote my comics on Safari show at Brea. Miserable time. I don't know why I don't like it anymore. Um, I guess I'm just not good at it. I don't know. I used to be good at it. I'm not so good at it anymore. I Great sets. I was having great sets and people came back to see comics on Safari, but I, I don't know. I was having a miserable time. But had a fucking blast hosting the stand-up show at the podcast festival. Oh my God, it was great. It was me, Mark Maron, Aisha Tyler, Will a very very drunk Will Anderson, uh, uh, and Todd Glass closed it out. Todd Glass, man, Todd Glass was in his truest form, man, just making sure everything was right while the show was going on. He got the manager of the hotel to put in uh, carpet drying fans to cool the cool the room off, and and oh, he he was just on fire. It was a great show. Um, unfortunately, I had it was sick. I was sick, um, so I had to. Uh, I think that kind of overshadowed <laughs> how much fun I was having to other people because they're like, oh, you're sick. Like, yeah, yeah, but you know, I had, I had a blast doing it and, uh, and I, I'll do it again. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah, so I had 101 temperature doing that and uh, I did it anyway. Had a blast, had a good time. Uh, my microphone kept cutting out. Talking to professional comedian Murray Valeriano. Did it stop him? Nope. Put the mic down and did my set by myself. 
standing ovation, carried me out the door on their shoulders. Not really sure the last part of that happened, but um, that's what we're going to go with. All right. Downer number two. <laughs> Downer number two of the uh, 2014 for Murray Valeriano, another comedian we lost. Uh, a girl named Karen Korn. Um, it's with a K. Karen with a K and Corn with a, a K. Um, she, she, I, again, I met her at the uh, open mic of love at, when it was at the Gypsy, which was the Italian restaurant. But they had hookah lamps, hookah things you could smoke. But yeah, I think you could get pizza. I think so. All I remember is the girl Shabir and Hardwick knew the uh, bar across the street, so we used to go get hammered in there. Um, Karen Corn, yeah, she, she was on the comedy scene for a while. Very funny. I remember her challenging. Somebody do a breakdancing contest, which I don't think I ever got to see that go down. Um, she was battling with depression, I guess. I didn't really know. And she took her own life in Seattle about a month ago. And uh, it's really sad that, uh, that that happened. It's always sad when somebody takes their own life. But And I'm not opening this up for a debate on suicide or anything, but... This is my podcast, so I'm going to say what I think about suicide. It's the only thing I can say is about suicide is no matter how depressed you've been, even if you thought of killing yourself, you have never been that depressed to where you killed yourself if you're still here. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no, there is no way for me to ever judge douchebag Henry Rollins and we all know how much of a fan I am of his um, which I am not saying you know came out saying how much of you know whatever putting down people who kill themselves in depression and, and all that shit and my, my feeling is man I have never even like I've been down but I have never been so down to where I had a rope around my neck or a gun in my mouth or a bottle of pills I'm ready to swallow so I can never ever even begin to point the finger at anybody who kills themselves. It's, it's sad. I look, I, I know it, it stinks for the family. It, it stinks for everybody involved. But, um, again, I've never come close to walking in those shoes, so I, I can never judge anybody for doing that. Um, but Karen, the sad thing about for me with Karen Korn's suicide was, um, I can't remember. We had, She'd moved back up to Seattle, I think. I think that's where she moved to, Seattle or San Francisco. And I hadn't heard from her in a long time. And she reached out on, to me on Facebook. And, it, and I, for the life of me, I cannot find those messages or those wall comments. I don't know. And I don't remember what it was about, but I don't think it was good. I think she might have lashed out at me or something, or I might have lashed out at her or or something. I don't know. I don't know. And it prompted me to call a friend who I'll leave her name out of this. And she was the one who told me she was having some problems. And I don't know. If, I don't know if we ever rectified it. And I don't even know if it was even a thing to be down about. But um, um, it's it's always sad to, to see somebody go like that. And I always really liked her. And I always thought she was very funny. And Hopefully now all those problems she was fighting with her are gone and she's resting peacefully somewhere. Um, number, I'm going to just go skip right to number one because I can't believe I've been talking for 45 minutes. I feel like a freaking 
wacko sitting back here talking to myself drinking Mythos, the beer from Greece. Um, probably the best thing that happened to me in 2014 regarding uh, stand-up comedy. <clears throat> Launching my comics on Safari Tour. What? Who thought I would bring that up? It's just, it was something I've been wanting to do for a long time. I, I, I'd never done anything like it. I was really hesitant uh, about doing it. And uh, it's just been fucking awesome, man. It's been a lot of hard work. I mean, I'm not digging ditches. I'm not putting out fires, saving people's lives. But to get people out to see a show, to see uh, quote unquote, no name comics it's it's rough man it's rough but you, you know i had a great venue still do behind me the improv i mean i i consider the ice house my my home club but the improv has been nothing but supportive to me and comics on safari we've done it we did it seven times at the irvine improv and then we just did our first one at brea the other night which was awesome and uh, it's just, it's just, it's just an awesome, awesome thing. And again, again, I, my first show for comics on safari, I get a listener who's been listening for years. I think his name's Dave out of Costa Mesa runs a glassing shop for surfboards says, Hey man, here's a free glassing you can give away at your comics on safari show. Cause we're giving away shit. Never heard of them till this year. So thanks for listening. Thanks for doing that. That's what I love about podcasting, man. Just, Right now, I look like a crazy man pacing around my room, talking into a microphone, drinking Mythos, the beer from Greece. And but there's people listening, or at least you hope there's people listening. A lot of times you don't uh, you don't know if anybody's listening, so it's always nice when you hear somebody. So Comics on Safari has been awesome, been such a blast doing it. Uh, I know I've been saying we're taking it to San Diego for a long time now. We had to cancel the last one in San Diego, but we're taking it to San Diego. I've got the club. I've got the okay from the comics. Uh, uh, Monday, uh, we set settle a date. And we're also coming to San Francisco, back to LA, Ventura. I've actually found uh, we might take it out to Long Island uh, in 2015. That's just started in the works. So if we have anybody on the East Coast, any uh, Montauk surfers, anybody likes comedy, uh, I've said it before, you don't have to be uh, into surfing to, to enjoy the show. It's been great. I want to thank Jeff Johnston uh, out of San Francisco for uh, putting together the logo, which is awesome. I am so excited to use it until I get sued <laughs> because it looks very similar to the, <laughs> the logo we used. Um, we're not going to get sued because it's far enough off, according to my lawyer. Mm. So Comics on Safari has been great. It's been uh, all the comics on the show. I have my core base of comics. Uh, Graham Elwood, Andy Wood, Monty Franklin, Andrew Norelli, Joe Sib, Tim Lee. He even put Mike Siegel in there for hosting, even though he doesn't surf as much as he should. Um, I've all been great. They've all been super cool to me. I've never produced this type of show. When I got into stand-up, I was very fortunate. Uh, when I came back to it, I was able to just to hit the road and, and open for people and, and not have to do this self-promotion type show thing. So it's been a huge learning process and I have not pissed any of the, of the comics on Safari uh, sir, uh, comedians off yet. So they've all been super cool to me. Um, uh, so comics on Safari has been awesome uh, and I'm looking forward to what it's going to do in 2015 and I'm looking forward to hitting the road in 2015, man. Um, as you all know, I have... Uh, 
been the stay-at-home dad, so I have not. I've only been able to work locally. Um, that ends in February, and I'm booking dates uh, coming up for 2015. So I'm looking forward to that. Going to be hitting the road a lot. Um, I don't know if this was. Um, oh, that was only four. It was the fifth one, right? I was going to say five fun things, right? Five fun things and two deaths. Is that what I was going to do? Um, all right, number five, uh, or the last one I'll say is is the, the Comics on Safari LA show. You know, we're doing it up and down the coast, Ventura, Orange County, uh, the whole nine yards. We decided to go to the Hollywood Improv. We didn't know if we'd get an audience there. Dude, sold the place out, yo. It was great, and it came in at such a perfect time. It came in two days after the biggest swell hit Los Angeles in like 30 years. The big, like people, old timers were telling me, oh, you'll never see this size of a swell in perfect conditions in ever as long as you live and then we had the show on friday night even a bunch of uh guys i surf with who i like i say i always try to just keep surfing out of my world you know my work world but i just said all right fine and i'll invite these people down to the show pack the place it, it, it was just great it was just great and uh so there, there you go there's five top things that happened in 2014 um if you're still listening at 50 minutes and 10 seconds into this. Um, so that's it, man. That was a, it was a good year. It was a good year. Uh, I got, you know, we had a lot of deaths. That's for sure. But we had a lot of good times, too. Um, last night, I watched the uh, Glenn Campbell documentary. Um, Glenn Campbell, if you don't know, amazing, amazing guitarist, uh, amazing singer-songwriter. Uh, he has Alzheimer's now, and I believe he's been in, uh, put in a care home. It's uh, gotten that bad now, but he recorded one album and did one tour, and uh, one last tour, and they documented it. And it was pretty good, man, and man, that guy could play guitar. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> just watching it with my dad, who's a guitar player also, just watching this guy with Alzheimer's play guitar 10 times better than I'll ever play in my life. And uh, I watched that last night, and he said something in that documentary. He said, uh, you know, I've laughed a lot, and I cried a lot. I prefer laughing, is what he said. And I prefer laughing too, man. And hopefully you got a couple chuckles out of me rambling out of here. It made me realize that um, that old people smell is not too off, <laughs> not too off for me. Uh, I'm gonna be the old people smell in my own uh, in my own office here uh, sooner than later, I assume. Um, but before I get out of here, I just want to uh, tell you guys uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, just when I think I'm doing this all for naught, when I think that. Um, you know, I'm not getting out there. I'm not, people aren't hearing it. Um, somebody donates some money to the podcast or somebody buys a t-shirt or somebody just posts something on the Facebook page or sends me an email and it just, it just stokes that fire and, and gets me stoked to do it again. And, um, I really do appreciate everybody who listens to this. Um, I appreciate the people who get the word out and retweet it. I appreciate the people who just started listening and the people who have been there since the beginning. I probably should have listed some names, but um, I barely prepared for this anyway. I wasn't even sure I was going to do it. So um, I didn't book anybody today, so I had to do this. Um, so I want to thank you all. Um, I'll be here in 2015. Um, I'm recording two shows tomorrow. I'm super excited about. Uh, so if you 
got sick of my voice here. Don't worry, there'll be other voices over the next podcast. I won't do a solo uh, Murray show, probably again until the end of 2015 if we make it this far. Um, but again, I really do thank you guys for listening. I know there are a lot of podcasts out there. Um, I know I'm not the biggest podcast out there, uh, It's but it's it's something I love to do. It's, and I've said it many times when I'm <laughs> setting up my studio because I have to set it up and tear it down because um, I don't have a designated st- uh, studio for it. Um, I often say, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I just want to go surfing or I just want to go chill. And then the comics come on and we have a great time and we laugh and it puts me in a really good mood and that happens Every time I don't feel like doing it, I, I'm going to go on a limb and say, every time I don't feel like doing this podcast, I do it and I have a blast and I don't care how many listeners I have because I have so much fun doing it. Um, but I do appreciate everybody who listens and um, I wouldn't be doing it if it weren't for you guys. So follow me on Twitter at Murray V. Um, hit us on the Facebook page, Road Stories. Uh, one word, uh, subscribe on iTunes. Um, I just found this out. Even if you don't listen to it on iTunes, subscribe to it on iTunes. That helps uh, That helps me out. I forget. Uh, Grandma would explain it to me. If you just subscribe on iTunes and listen to it on Podbean or uh, some other podcatcher, that's fine. Um, it just helps my numbers out and, and, and helps the podcast out. And go to Story Merchandising or you can, um, for Road Stories t-shirts and various other... Uh, merchandise that's coming up in the new year um they also you know they do everybody they do will anderson's they do the podcast festival they do the smartest man in the world they do they do all that all that stuff so head head to estoy merchandising and thank you uh angelo ever at estoy for helping me out with shirts and he sent me a actually sent me a uh poster of the endless summer uh um on a, on a piece of metal. I, I'm not describing this well, but it's awesome. And I'm looking at it right now in my office. Um, and so that was just a gift out of the blue. So thank you very much, Angelo. Maybe I'll post a picture of that up there. Um, yeah, so that's it, man. That's this is Consider this the 2014 wrap-up. Uh, my holiday still has two more days because I still have uh, visitors here. And um, um, I'm going to leave you now. I remember, was it last year? Was it last year or the year before? I played Old Ang Syne on uh, on my podcast, the new podcast for 2014, and it was by uh, Louis Prima, and SoundCloud wouldn't air it because it wasn't my song. Um, fuck you, SoundCloud, is what I say. I don't use SoundCloud. I know uh, All Things Comedy uses SoundCloud, but it's not my primary listening source. Um, you can always catch it at uh, Libsyn. Um, I always have a link on Twitter and on the Facebook page and on my personal page. And, uh, my website is, I'm literally today being tutored on how to get it. It was supposed to up every week by itself and it's not. So I'm sitting down with my web guy to get it up every week. Hello, get it up every week. I said that, uh, to get the podcast up on murrayvalerian.com forward slash podcast. So that's it. 2014. How's yours? Let me know, man. I want to hear about it and what's going on in 2015. I'm coming to see you. I'm coming to see you. I'm hitting the road. Um, let me know about a club in your town. I'd love to come check it out and do some sets and do some times. Uh, maybe I'll do a couple live road stories too. I don't know. Um, but I'm doing this and you're listening and I really appreciate it. And uh, the reason I brought up Old Anxiety is because I'm going to close out this uh, episode with a song. So if you listen to this on um, SoundCloud, you're not listening to this. So um, I thank you guys all so very much for indulging me for 56 minutes. 
And um, this is a, a great song. I hope it's not overplayed at the end of every year. In the front, making out for your set. And middle acts doing blow more missing merch. And drive the rental car past another mega church. And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. 